0: RadioInfluence.com.
1: Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up. Your girls, Stefan Asher here. And we chat today with Rachel Knipe. She is the founder of Women in Tech and Entrepreneurship. It's a really cool concept that she'll talk, talk about and share on how it came about. But it's really like a resource for women in tech from all different levels, right? You could be a, a current entrepreneur now and need help with certain things or want to get into it and have interest and don't know where to start. Right. Or getting into tech too. Like, how do you do it? Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a stressful word, like tech, right? I, I think like I, when I think tech, I think of programming and like actual creation and
2: it like scares me off. Right. Well, same with, I liked what she was saying too about entrepreneur. Like she doesn't consider herself an entrepreneur. Like to me, that's kind of a stressful word too. Yes. Um, she considers herself a connector. Yes. Which I like that word better. Right. I, I do too. It like relieves
1: the pressure of, right. of um that masculine entrepreneur word and really makes it more feminine and creative. Right. Yeah. So anyway, you guys are gonna gonna love her. She really um blew my mind with some of the like words of wisdom that she was talking about. And um, also, she talks about the Synapse Summit. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, the Synapse Summit this year, 2023, is going to be February 14th, Valentine's Day. And your girls, us, Steph and Ash, will be there. Um, we'll be doing a live podcast recording in front of an audience. And um, come and see us.
0: Yeah, Rachel, so happy to have you here. Thanks so much. I'm Rachel Knipe. I am the founder at Women in Tech and Entrepreneurship and at Synapse Florida in my uh, day job that empowers me to be out in the community getting involved in that way. I do operations, community
2: engagement, and sales and marketing integration. Great. I love... So I want to touch on all of that, but the thing... That I was like so excited to talk to you about first, actually both they're they're both like what I really want to dig into. But so your baby, you mentioned the women (laughs) in tech. Um, How did you? Because you were telling us before we started recording that you don't really see yourself as an entrepreneur, which you are, by the way. (laughs) um, And you started this company, and tell us about it. Yeah,
0: so I think through my involvement with Synapse, I've seen the power of community and connection and the way that we resource people through their peers and the relationships that they have. And in all of these community events, and especially in the tech space, I've seen this vacuum for women. And I think that one of the things that we don't talk about with community is uh, translating experiences. And the experiences that women in tech and women founders have are unique. And I don't know if you've ever had this conversation with a family member where maybe you're trying to explain a challenge that you're having or um, experiences that you're having in this environment. It takes so much effort just to get them up to speed on what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. and what the environment is like. It's exhausting before you've even gotten to what the (laughs) core problem is. And so I wanted to bring together a community where we don't have that need to translate, where there's some shared experience and background, and where we can get right to the crux of what the challenges are in a really candid way. And also a community of hype girls. Um, We know from studies that (laughs) when we brag about ourselves, it doesn't look good. And we tend to be a little too humble sometimes and, Sometimes that prevents people from understanding the value that we bring. So when I am at an event with someone, I always try to give them a hype girl intro. So now I'm connecting the dots between two people, helping them both understand the value that they bring to the dynamic without someone having to feel uncomfortable or braggadocious, and that's impactful too. And so those are just things that I've naturally been doing for a long time. and i had some really good girlfriends that caught wind of the fact that i wanted to start this community and they just hounded me until i finally did it and those are some (laughs) good friends right Right. and that's another aspect of community that becomes really important so it has grown now from just a casual happy hour where we could kind of collaborate and commiserate to a full-blown uh, platform for resourcing women at all different levels in their journey. So we have one arm for women who are just starting out in their tech careers. Maybe they're making a pivot, or maybe they're you know fresh out of school and we're helping them get their footing, whether it is free, uh, tuition-free, or low-cost boot camps um, and training, like our partners at Computer Coach, um, who I have the privilege of knowing through Synapse, right Um, or whether it is um, more advanced maybe you have a side hustle we have groups of women that are starting their own businesses they're bootstrapping on the side and they want to grow that to their full-time employment and then the last path are women that are already in entrepreneurship full-time It's very high stakes. Um, They might be in tech or they're in something that's tech enabled because really you might be in a boring business, but tech could be the differentiator for that business, right? Um, So you need access to that talent, that resource. So we're connecting them with funding, with VCs that are specifically interested in women, with grants and other programs, um, and then with the talent and trusted partners that can help advise them in their business. So, and it's It's a member-led, decentralized effort. So a lot of these things that have emerged that are now part of the programming that we offer are things that our members have asked for. Um, So that's Women in Tech and Entrepreneurship. And I really do see myself more as a community builder than as an entrepreneur because I'm just dot connecting, just Mm -hmm. like I do at
2: Synapse i love that like wow i mean that is pretty amazing it's something that we really needed here i feel like all communities need that yeah um so the fact that you're bringing it here is, is amazing. Thank you. I yeah. love what you're doing.
0: Thank you. And I think what you ladies are doing is so important too because those early steps in a career, they're really challenging and you need a trusted partner that can help you with that. Mm-hmm. It's part of why I'm so excited about the talent activation that we're doing with Next Path. At Synapse Summit this year, um, because you guys are that trusted partner. You are those women that are out there living the embodiment of how to grow in those next steps in your career, and how to not just lean in, but jump off the ledge and make things happen.
2: That's right. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah, we're excited for Synapse and to be able to um, to be able to do that and share um you know our story and to help people find connect people because yeah. we are people connectors too. Mm-hmm. help people in um find their new opportunity and connect them with other people in the community that's what it's all about right connecting people the connectors are others. so important mm-hmm. really. i love that
1: word because it's a little bit lighter than i'm an entrepreneur it sounds so like Stressful, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I put that, that, As an
2: entrepreneur, there's a lot of assumption behind, behind it, it, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And so I love the.
0: the well, and it makes it about service, right. too. So instead of this is yes. about me, I think um maybe this isn't unique to women but it's something that i see with my uh, female friends quite a bit i think that when we shift our frame from this is something that i'm out there doing that's about me to this is something that i'm doing that's about service to others it flows much better it becomes more natural Mm -hmm. um so i think that's important yeah it's
1: it's something that i think females can digest a little bit better Mm -hmm. and then really really get behind or really kind of wrap their arms around and and feel like okay if i'm doing this for others then let me let me be in that creative state a little bit more than i don't know that word entrepreneur just kind of maybe sounds so maybe masculine and maybe you know well it's a
0: confidence issue yeah, too right, right? Yeah. And I've been amazed at um, the overwhelming number of men who have reached out, who have said, yes, I want to help with women in tech and entrepreneurship. I want to be involved with Synapse. Um, our, our advocates out there, spouses, brothers, um, sons, they want to instill this confidence in their female peers and in the women in our community. And they want to help resource with the knowledge and information. And sometimes the pulling back the curtain and saying, I didn't know what I was doing either. That's okay. You don't
2: have to have it all figured out. So it's, that's it's great. been powerful. Good. Yeah. I love that. So um, we have Synapse coming up next week. Valentine's Day. Valentine's <laughs> Because day. we love innovation, yes. right? We, that's right. I love <laughs>
1: that. I mean, what are you doing for the whole entire day? You're not doing anything until... Dinner time, anyway. Right. That's right. So come on over to Synapse.
0: And we have people who have met their co founders at Synapse, and uh, that's one kind of match. We do have a volunteer who will be. At the talent activation, who met her boyfriend at Synapse. Um, I met my partner through mm-hmm. professional networking, which I know is yeah. it's very taboo, right? But there are there are concentric circles where you can navigate that in an appropriate way. And when you're someone who networks as much as women like us do, uh, you pretty much eliminate anyone who has a job mm-hmm. um, at a certain point, and so. Sometimes we meet people that share our interest and our values through these kinds of community events. Not that Synapse for dating. We do have a dating app that will be there. Oh, um, we oh have, really? Yep. We have a, a chocolatier that will be there as well um, called Fungible Chocolates. Mm. So they use lion's mane and all of these really healthy what? mushrooms and their chocolates. Okay. We're going to go see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So we do have some Valentine's Day themed things. Um, we have glamour shots going on Ooh. on one of the floors. One of our PR agencies is uh, doing full professional makeup and headshots oh really and then if you just want a straight up professional headshot uh we have masterminds of tampa bay down on the arena mm-hmm. level doing headshots mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can stop by the florida's got talent session with the next path career partners and synapse summit and then make your way over to the masterminds uh table and get your professional headshot updated
2: oh yeah, yeah. we're oh, yeah, going you do that get your makeup done before your hot date that's right Right. that's right makeup Um, done photo shoot hot date I you know our
0: um Tampa Dev's partner is bringing his girlfriend, his significant other to Synapse Summit for the day. Uh, So this could be an opportunity to bring your partner and have them get exposure to what it is that you do every day to get excited about how tech impacts every aspect of our lives. And of course, it's not just about tech, it's about innovative problem solving. Um, So we have, wherewithal Danielle Rushton will be joining us again and she we wouldn't think of a bra as tech but she's innovating the way that we size bras to be much more common sense, much more practical and to be more accommodating to the many different types of bodies that are out there. So we are we're about innovation and oftentimes that gets wrapped up with tech, mm-hmm. but it's really about creative problem solving and so yes. Summit is like the problem solvers playground. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Yeah.
2: We've met so many great people at Synapse and we've had quite a few on our podcast already um actually a couple people actually this will be our third i'm jumping all around this will be our third live recording at synapse this year so uh, i know you did this at orlando too yes we've had a lot of great people on the orlando one was like we had we interviewed so many people that we did it in like batches we had two different weeks that we produced with i think six to seven people total mm-hmm. last year at synapse tampa we had we interviewed two really great individuals that were on um i know one of them was a panelist ashley brundage oh, she yeah. was on and uh Caitlin moody and then um Kathy Wood was on our podcast. (laughs) Um, She'll be back with us again um, this year. I'm excited that she'll be back. Me too. She's great. So there's so many great people that you can connect with at Synapse. We've met so many people along the way, and it's great.
0: And so since you bring Kathy up, I'm I'm very much a bull in a China shop, and I'm just going to challenge Kathy on something that I saw recently. She wants to bring uh, kind of like South by Southwest, but South by Southeast mm-hmm. uh, to Florida. And I would argue that Synapse has already been building this for the last six years. The evolution that I've seen from day one, when I used to get involved with Synapse to Prospect and and look for business leads and that kind of development sales role to being a corporate sponsor and a board member to Synapse to today being on the staff, we are the next South by Southwest. We are that South by Southeast. So I'm so glad that she's getting involved with us. Um, Hopefully
2: we can figure out a way to work together to bring that vision to the next step. That's exciting yeah yeah she's very humble too and just full of knowledge she's wonderful that'll be a great conversation are you interviewing her
0: no i won't be interviewing her um i i will be scrambling to make sure that our 300 exhibitors have everything that they need that our sponsors get all of the exposure and uh, connection that they are looking for. So I'll be be pretty scarce. I'll be pretty scarce. You'll see me as a blue blur running around on the floor, but um, I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Who's gonna be on the main stage?
0: There are gonna be a lot of people on the main stage. So I don't know if we have other Peloton fans out there listening or if you ladies are Peloton fans. We're leaning into this love theme. Mm, Allie Love I is love Allie be talking. Love. <laughs> we love Allie Love. She's phenomenal. So she'll be one of our main stage speakers. Uh Steve Case. So I think we probably have a lot of listeners that don't remember AOL, um, but I still have my AOL (laughs) email address. Um, So he was one of the original founders of AOL, just tremendously successful, and he's been incredibly involved with the state of Florida and our tech um, and innovation climate here, and very invested. Um, I wanna say several years ago, he did a big bus tour around the state So he's been working in the community on the same things that Synapse has been working on for a long time. And then we have um, the Cade Museum, will not only be one of our main stage speakers, but they're also gonna be on the floor. They are bringing some of their innovative inventors and they're bringing this amazing uh, community built structure called the Polycade. So their inventors are going to help um, teach people how to collaborate on these projects and they're going to give a hands-on opportunity to build this giant structure on the main floor so something to uh to check out and stop by and get some pictures
2: with awesome we're gonna have to do that for sure yeah well we're excited we have a live panel that we're doing with yourself yeah so i'm excited to connect with you again lakshmi sanoy from embark as well as lauren
0: Lauren Prager
2: will be uh, okay, moderating so Lawrence, your panel. Okay, and then um, Megan O'Keefe. I love Megan. TBT, the new executive director. So that should Talk be Talk really about good. another person who's really contributed a lot yes.
0: to our community. She was at the St. PEDC, um, having huge impact and bringing in some of these big businesses that had... Um, completely missed the boat on Florida for such a long time. And now over at TBT, she's really helping to bring this region to the next level.
2: Mm-hmm. And we're and I really just,
0: excited for her.
2: I love everyone, all the tech innovators and tech partnerships working together. Yeah. Like Synapse and TBT and the EDC and Chamber and... Embark, in yeah. the wave, like they're like it's all and they being, will all be at summit yes, this year. Yes, which
0: is great. And if you're interested in EDCs, um, EFI and Team Florida will have a pavilion with EDCs from all over the state um, in one central area, so you can understand what's going on in Jacksonville, right? What's going on in other parts of Florida? Because we all make this patchwork quilt, um, this tech and innovation community. We already have these pockets of focus. Miami has a lot of crypto and blockchain. Tampa has a lot of cybersecurity, right? Orlando has a lot of uh, Meta Center and virtual reality going on. So it's really exciting to see how those things come together and enable different levels of innovation. That'll be great. Yeah, super
1: exciting. We totally jumped into like Synapse and who's speaking, where's speaking, all of this innovative like gurus that I can't wait to meet yeah. and talk to but maybe we should share with with everyone like what specifically synapse is just in case they haven't heard of it I know we talk about it a lot on our podcast yeah. but what is Synapse? Gosh,
0: well, we have a lot of transplants in the region too, right? A lot of newly arriving um, tech professionals who maybe haven't had a chance to attend Summit before. That's I'm always surprised when I meet someone who doesn't know what Summit is yet because nice. it's had such a big impact in my life personally, I think mm-hmm. I'd take for granted. Um, Synapse Florida is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we work to resource the innovators in the state of Florida. And a lot of that is through um, relationship building and dot connecting, and putting people together in the same room. So when you are an entrepreneur, first getting your start, you need access to funding. You need access to talent. You need co-founders. Um, you need you. Maybe you're technical and you need someone who can help you with sales and marketing, or maybe you're not technical and you need someone technical. Um, and then our big enterprise businesses in Florida, they have challenges that they cannot solve on their own. They know that this isn't their core competency. And they need these smaller startups to come in and help enable them so they can continue to focus on what they do well. And they can bring these tech-enabled services into their space, these innovative um, solutions to problems into their space. So we're putting all of those people together in the same room. We're bringing the universities in uh, because they're developing that next wave of talent in many cases, right? And they're also standing up a lot of entrepreneurship oriented programs. So we're bringing those programs like at UT, um, at FSU, we have these wonderful hubs for young budding entrepreneurs. So we're bringing them in to experience this whole new world of possibilities as well. Um, So it's a collaborative effort. Um, and then you've got organizations like uh, EDI2 um, with Hillsborough County, Jennifer, and uh, they help to resource a lot of the entrepreneurs in the area, but most people don't realize that those services are available. So sometimes it's just creating the awareness and the exposure for these organizations. Mm -hmm. Um, Or Tampa Bay Wave, Embark Collective, we um, through partnerships with enterprise businesses like Duke Energy and Florida Power and Light and uh, Silicon Valley Bank, we're creating these opportunities for those entrepreneurs involved in accelerators and incubators in our region like Embark and Tampa Bay Wave to exhibit at this summit trade show right? that would cost them thousands of dollars to participate in if we were a private for-profit entity. They're able to do that for $250, which is skin in the game money. Um, It really just ensures that they show up. And we're creating non-dilutive funding opportunities and pitch contests and things that are real needle movers. So Silicon Valley Bank um, has organized some other funders like Deep Work Capital uh, to bring in $150,000 worth of funding opportunities for a pitch competition on the main stage. Even if you don't take that money home, now you've been on the main stage Mm -hmm. at Synapse Mm -hmm. Summit and created awareness for the problem that you're solving. We've got the innovation awards, which we've done every year, but this year they come with cash prizes. Okay. We have another $100,000 in cash prizes through the innovation awards that we'll be giving out this year, thanks to 35 mules at Florida Power and Light. So Great. it's amazing. There are a lot of opportunities.
1: That's awesome. And I know we were chatting about like women and tech, right? Yeah. Earlier. And this is obviously like a technical. Um, you know, kind of, kind of summit, right? And innovativeness and all that fun stuff. But like, how can we bridge the gap on like the female standpoint? Because I feel like this resonates, sorry men, with like the men more so than the women, right? And there's like a lot of women that I think are tech or are innovative, but they just don't maybe know it or don't see it like that. Like we were Mm -hmm. talking earlier about, you know, the difference between like entrepreneurship and, what were we saying? What was the word? I uh, need to community write that down. building. Right, right. Community building. So like maybe what do you think like we could do to like bridge the gap from getting women into tech more? And getting them involved more. Sure. I,
0: I agree. I think that is a challenge. I think number one, there are a lot of women who are in tech and see themselves as being in tech that just can't find the other peers that are out there. They go to an industry event and they're like one of a hundred, you know? Um, But I think that you also see problems in early education with young women who are excited about math and science starting out and by the time they get to high school, they no longer see themselves as going into a STEM or a STEAM career, right? Um, So I think there are challenges at every level I think a lot of it is in representation. We know that representation is important, having those role models. Um, Before we got started, I was sharing with you ladies that I got my career start in
1: copier sales. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I wanted you to mention. Right? Like
0: Tell us that story. So this is where representation becomes really important. I don't think any young millennial woman Dreams of going into copier sales as a career, but it is such a great foundation mm-hmm. for getting your start. the The sales skills, the marketing skills, the tenacity and the grit that I picked up from that, not to mention the um, insensitivity to rejection that you know people right. don't like copier reps. Let's just be <laughs> honest. Um, I had some really wonderful friends who knew that I was feeling a little ambivalent about this career move. And they went out and did some research and they discovered that Sarah Blakely, self-made you know, millionaire, billionaire, I'm not sure anymore, um, founder of Spanx, mm-hmm. got her start in copier sales. So I started digging. Turns out that not only did she get her start in copier sales, but she got her idea door knocking. Um, she would wear these peep toe shoes and she wanted, back then you were wearing hosiery, and she wanted hose that she could wear with peep toes. Mm-hmm. And, um, She got the idea pounding the pavement for Danka, which was a copier company started by the founders of Dex Imaging. So she actually worked this market. She probably knocked on some of the same doors that I did. She worked with many of the same people that I did at Dex. And having that representation, she was a role model for me that copiers were the start, of what I would do next. And even if it was copiers forever, that was not a bad thing, um, but that I was building entrepreneurial skills while I was in this role that were going to help launch the next thing for me. And, and it truly has, if it weren't for that first role and that representation, having that example of another woman who had started in that industry and done something meaningful, for herself, for her family, um, and and for other women as a role model, um, I think that really helped to encourage me and keep me inspired in some of the not so fun aspects of starting in a very very difficult
2: cutthroat industry. Mm-hmm. So. Wow! Like I feel like it's so important for women to have good women role models. Even mm-hmm. for example, you may not know Sarah Blakely personally, but right. she was a great example and a role model for women all over and but also to have someone that you know and good friends like sounds like you have really great friends that motivate you and encourage you so that's important just other women that help lift you up
0: yeah and i'll say also you don't necessarily have to see yourself as a quote unquote, techie to get involved in tech. Uh, Lauren Prager at Synapse is a very good example of this. She's a phenomenal role model. She's definitely a, a corporate um, woman, and she got her start in lobbying. Mm-hmm. And she moved over to Synapse at first as a volunteer, and she's now our chief strategy officer. And she says all the time, she is a Luddite, good tech, is something that solves problems for people who don't see themselves as technical. And so if you are a woman who maybe isn't technical, but you understand business, you understand humans and the problems that we have, you can then identify tech that's meaningful, right? And you can bring a different aspect to how that tech gets deployed in the marketplace. So you don't necessarily have to be in tech right now. Anyone can pivot into a tech career if they're presented with the right resources and the grit to act on those resources. but you may be totally overlooking a perspective that you have mm-hmm. that's meaningful in that technical space.
1: That's, I think, huge for a lot of the ladies that listen because I know a long time ago when I thought tech, I thought like programmer, like yeah. hardcore, you're like literally Developer, in the weeds, developing, hacker. Yeah, <laughs> hacker, like all these cool, like real true, like tech, whatever jobs. But like you were saying earlier, it's really not, it's not that, right? Like you can make even bra sizing, right? Like you can make that kind of a little bit techie, right? With the way you size them or whatever the case is, like there's just different aspects to each job that could be technical.
0: It could be. Yeah. And again, it's, it's an innovation summit. And so Technology touches so much of what we do in life. It's so pervasive. I think we are predisposed to immediately jump to, oh, it's a tech summit. But innovation is about problem solving. And you can bring a unique perspective and no tech at all and come up with an innovative way to solve a problem. But nine times out of 10, there is some kind of tech that goes into it. I'll give you an example. One of our Women in Tech and Entrepreneurship members, Rebecca, um, has developed this platform. Um, I'm a little under-caffeinated this morning. I think it's Care Collective. (laughs) Um, But she is resourcing people with affordable, accessible home healthcare. And she is resourcing those home healthcare providers with a livable wage and better treatment than they typically get. Um, And that is, part of that is tech enabled, right? There are platforms that make it possible to do that, but she doesn't consider herself a technical founder. She is someone who had a, her own experiences as um, the primary caregiver for a loved one and understands the challenges, the problems that exist in that space. And she's used that experience and leveraged you know, partners and her own grit and know-how to develop this solution that's it's a win-win-win solution right because now the the individual who needs care is receiving more responsive faster on demand care when they need it. The caretaker is receiving some relief and reprieve and something that is more accessible and affordable. And the care provider is being compensated on a livable wage. Um, So it's not that's not necessarily a problem that is rooted in technology. But it's a problem that she with her unique non technical perspective is solving with a tech platform. Um, So it's really
2: exciting. Yeah, that is um Rachel it has been so great having you on today thank you thank you for having me and thank Thank you for being a partner to us and this adventure that is Synapse Summit oh we love it we're always big supporters of Synapse it's a great event a great and it's not just in Tampa it's in Orlando and then Expanding or? Yeah, I
0: think expanding. So something that um, people who live in Tampa may not realize about Synapse is that we're a statewide organization. We were founded in Tampa um, and we do our statewide event in Tampa every year at Amelie Arena Synapse Summit. So we bring innovators from all over the state um, to this event, usually around February or March. Throughout the rest of the year, we go into other communities and we do focused events for them, for their innovators specifically. So in Orlando, we partner with the Orlando Tech Community, the OTC, formerly the Orlando Tech Council, right? Mm -hmm. And the Orlando Economic Partnership to bring all of these companies from the greater Orlando region into the same area, the same venue for Synapse Orlando. And they're, um, they're constantly invitations to go into other markets and regions. And we're being very intentional and strategic about where we stand up that next event. Right. But there is a third event on the horizon that will be community focused. Right. Um, and over the summer, we do smaller roundtables events. So last year, we spent a lot of time talking about workforce development, talent gaps in the tech space, and what our innovators need from a workforce perspective to keep moving forward. And we did three of those, we did one in St. Pete, one in Orlando, uh, and one in Fort Lauderdale. And then we partner with other uh, major community events like Emerge Americas. So we'll be back in Miami in April for that community event in Miami. Okay, good. I'm glad that you mentioned that
2: then. That's important.
0: If I could just share one last word for our people who haven't decided if they're coming to Summit yet or not. Um, Tech layoffs have been a big thing this year. And, you know, Google, Facebook, they're getting Salesforce, they're getting all of the attention. But This is a ripple effect we're seeing in our community, a lot of layoffs. I've had friends that were personally impacted. This time last year, I was laid off. So this is very near and dear to my heart. Um, And we have been looking at ways to connect that talent workforce better. And so this year, I would invite anyone who is out there looking for their next opportunity. Maybe you've been laid off. Maybe you're just ready for a new challenge. Come and join us. Um, Come to Summit for the day. You'll meet wonderful employers. You may even end up being someone's co-founder. But join us on the arena floor. We're doing a Florida's Got Talent session with you ladies as our facilitators. And uh, we'll have about 20 really wonderful employers uh, people that we trust and know are wonderful innovative companies that are looking for talent um, and they're looking for people like you right now so this is a great opportunity to dust off that resume bring a qr code or a digital copy of that and show up and share your experience and connect with someone who wants you on their team
2: yeah that's a great point Right. Thank you. I know. Come on down. Come Come see us. us.
0: Come find your next career opportunity. It's your next
2: path. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we'll have some representatives too that, that are in tech that will be there representing us in Next Path. So we're so excited for that because this is new this year, right? It is brand new. We've
0: never done this before. And uh, the arena floor is kind of that space where we do all of the biggest and best exhibits. So the investment that we're making in this, it's really important to us, um, not just from the perspective of connecting our employers with talent, right, but also in the perspective of supporting our community. Um, Being laid off is a scary thing, and it, it is just a huge blow to your confidence your sense of self-concept so we want people to know that's that's not the last step in their career so i love what you said finding your next path
1: right yeah, absolutely well thank you rachel again thank it was, you
0: ladies it, it was, was really so fun
1: absolutely it was wonderful having you you've mentioned so many great points and we hope to see you guys at synapse on the 14th of february and until next time Live bold and boss up.